Hi, are you Miss Arabella Isadora? Uh, just one second. I'll get her for you. Arabella Isadora at your service. What can I do for you, young man? Ed Robertson, welcoming you to this week's edition of TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that will play part two of a conversation that began last week with Ketty Lester in our second hour. Ketty Lester, the Grammy-nominated recording artist known around the world for her international hit single from 1962, Love Letters Straight from the Heart, and the actress known around the world as schoolteacher Hester Sue Terhune on Little House on the Prairie as well as her appearances in many other stage, film, and TV productions, including her memorable appearance as Juanita, the cab driver, in the cult classic black horror movie, Blackula William Crane, the director of Blackula, told Ketty that she nearly stole the film from the star of Blackula, William Marshall. We'll talk about that and more when we play part two of our conversation with Ketty Lester in our second hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we are very happy to begin our first hour by welcoming Emmy Award-winning and Tony Award-nominated actress Penny Fuller. Penny most recently appeared on Broadway in the musical Anastasia and the revival of Sunday in the Park with George opposite Jake Gyllenhaal, while her other stage credits include Barefoot in the Park, the Dinner Party, Cabaret, Rex, Dividing the Estate, The Glass Menagerie, and as Eve Harrington in applause, the role for which Penny received her Tony nomination, and a play where Penny starred opposite both Lauren Bacall and Ann Baxter, though not at the same time. Penny Fuller, no stranger to television, she won her Emmy for playing Mrs. Kendall in the 1982 ABC production of The Elephant Man, a character that she also played on stage, while her other film and TV credits include All the President's Men, China Beach, ER, Route 66, Mad About You, Melrose Place, Banachek, Law & Order, Columbo, and the FBI. Penny Fuller's latest film, Strawberry Mansion, is a futuristic, surrealistic fantasy that depicts a world in which the government not only records our dreams, but taxes them, believe it or not. <laughs> the movie also shows what happens when a dream monitor, and we'll explain what a dream monitor is in just a second, gets caught up in the dreams of an aging artist. Penny Fuller plays the artist. Strawberry Mansion is available for streaming on demand as this program airs. Penny Fuller, welcome to TV Confidential. So it was nominated for a Tony for Neil Simon's The Dinner Party. Well, I stand corrected. I try to present as much information as I can about the guest. Well, um, it's okay. It's just that I didn't win either time, so I'd like to get them both in there. <laughs> but you wow, work... yes, that's all correct, otherwise. Yes, but you worked with Neil Simon many other times, and if time allows, I'll ask you about that in just a second. But, okay, sure. Um, Strawberry Mansion, as we mentioned in our open, is a story about dreams. And for me, Penny, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, uh, for me, the experience of watching the movie was not unlike the experience of having a dream in that I didn't always know where the dream was going, I didn't always know where the movie was going, and I didn't always know why certain images pop up, you know, when they did. Was that your experience when you first read the screenplay? What was it about the movie that made you want to do it? Well, the people. I mean, I knew Reed Bernie, who plays my son, revoltingly, I mean, he doesn't play it revoltingly, but he's a 
something like a no. He's younger than I am, but it was sort of revolting to have him play my son. <laughs> but um, I knew him, and he told me about it, and I and I figured if his if his uh, cousin, I believe he's his cousin, is making it, then it must be good. And it might, and then I read it, and I said. Well, I don't understand it, I don't think, but I love it, whatever it is. And then uh, that's why I did it. Well, you've been acting pretty much your entire adult life. And I would think there's a point where you trust your instincts as a performer, where there's something about a character or something about a story speaks to you and ignites enough curiosity that makes you think, hmm, let me learn more about this. Yes, that's exactly true. You know, someone once wisely said to me, I don't remember who said it first. It takes 20 years to become a real actor and then 20 years to forget everything. (laughs) And it's really true because once you learn how to do it, you have to let go and let your ungoverned self do it all. And that's kind of where that decision to do this wacky movie was in that sort of okay okay i'm on you know here comes this spaceship i'm jumping on it i think that makes some kind of sense i really do i mean it does to me anyway because i've done the 20 years of learning and the 20 years of forgetting well you 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 mentioned the ungoverned self if if i had to pick a word or two words to describe the, the character you play Bella in Strawberry Mansion, ungoverned self is as close as any because in many respects she is a rebel in this world where dreams are taxed. She is, but she's also, uh, and I don't think I really understood as well until I did that movie what, quote, in the moment means. Do you know what I'm saying? How do you mean? Well, she's in this moment. She's not back where we just were 10 minutes ago or where she's going and where we're going in five minutes. She's in this very moment that she's in. I see. And in that respect, she's the perfect contrast for the dream auditor played by Ken Tucker Audley, who also wrote and directed the movie along with Albert Burney. His job, his character, at least at the beginning of the movie, is, is to track the past. You know what people dream yes, of? Yes, and and I, I didn't know this. Did you know that our dreams, that the advertising agencies, are in our dreams? <laughs> <laughs> well, it explains a lot now. Now that I know it, but that's what he comes to monitor, and she's been doing it for years, but she's never paid any taxes. She's never paid any taxes, and she's also a rebel in that. And this is one thing I particularly like about Strawberry Mansion. She is a rebel in that in a world where everything has become digitized, including our dreams and the ability to track dreams, Bella, Penny's character, still lives in a world of analog and VHS and VCRs. I I mean, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say I still have a beta player and beta tape. So, you know, but... <laughs> I, know I have beta tapes, but no more beta players. <laughs> so anyway, maybe I'll get them transferred one day, or yes. maybe I'll donate them to some antique shop. <laughs> that could that could very good. They do make lovely coasters, I understand. But um, really, oh good. <laughs> Penny Penny Fuller is on the line with us. Penny Fuller, Emmy Award winning, Tony nominated star of The Elephant Man. Applause. All the President's Men, many other stage, film, and TV productions. Penny's latest film, Strawberry Mansion, depicts a world in which our dreams, like our phones, are permeated with ads. 
Penny plays an eccentric woman whose quiet rebellion has upset the all-seeing surveillance state. RogerEbert.com describes Penny as uh, having a comforting and lively presence in Strawberry Mansion and adding that she is irresistible. Strawberry Mansion available for streaming on demand on all major platforms. You can follow uh, the movie on social media at Strawberry Mansion Movie. Learn more about it. StrawberryMansionMovie.com. Bella, the character you play in Strawberry Mansion, we see her both as she is today and as her younger self as she appears in dreams. I understand the older version of Bella, the character you play, was the hardest part to cast. So much so that Ken Tucker and Albert actually hired a casting director before they found you. Were you you aware of that? No! Really? It was hard to cast? Oh, that's interesting. No, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, because, I I mean, now that I think about it, I am very realistic and entirely in another world. (laughs) So that's probably why I got it. Well, they they were looking for a certain spunk and a certain energy. Well, I guess I had it. I don't know if I still had it after two years on the couch lying around and doing nothing, but uh, uh, <laughs> I did have it, I think, I guess. Well, I just... It was shot in Baltimore. I went down to Baltimore to shoot it, and it was one of the most wonderful, wacky, divine things I've ever done, and I've never seen such commitment from the from the person who would knock on the door and say, places, please, to the caterers. I mean, it was just, it was magic. It really, well, it was kind of like the movie. It was really magic without the bad parts. Yes, uh, yes. It is futuristic. We described it as futuristic in the sense that it, it, it does take place in the year 2035, which is not too far away. And yet uh, it has a very retro feel in some respects, particularly uh, Preble, the Dream Auditors, his costume and the car he drives. But as we've been talking about before, it's very modern in that it touches on things that we're dealing with, which is the, the presence of the omnipresence of, 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 of advertising in all of our lives and even the degree of product placement in movies and TV. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And also the, um, what, the relentlessness of it and the relentlessness of what we're met with day after day on our devices. Am uh, I right? Do you agree? Oh, I, I absolutely agree. In fact, it, 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 is, it is important. The silence scared me. I thought, <laughs> oh my God, I've, I've, I've made a terrible error. But no, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am a writer when I don't do my shows. Do you write fiction or you mean just uh, articles and things? I have written some fiction. I mostly write nonfiction. That's interesting. Well, I know you're interviewing me, but I'm interested because I'm thinking about trying to I have dabbled in writing before, and I'm. And one time I was on a roll, and then something happened. I couldn't, and now I can't get quite back there. But I'm determined to get back there and see if I can get up there with you guys. Well, I, I I encourage you because you you you've played a lot of different parts, and you have had your career is it encompasses much of the history of the New York stage and the Broadway stage, and I'm sure you've got a lot of great stories and a lot of great experience. Yes, I did. I had, I've had a great, great time. I really have. 
And I don't know, I mean, of course, I'm sure every generation feels this way, but what's coming up is doesn't feel related to what we did in my era, and I hope it will be as much fun and as, as creatively satisfying. But it doesn't look that way from here, but that's just because I'm from that generation, not this one. Well, if you know what I'm saying. Well, if this generation is 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 smart, they should embrace and pay attention to what people such as Penny Fuller has to say. Oh, oh, thank you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Tell my daughter that. Tell my daughter that. <laughs> my daughter paid attention. So that's good. Penny Fuller is on the line with us. Penny Fuller, Emmy Award winning, Tony nominated star of The Elephant Man. Applause. All the President's Men. Many other stage and film and TV productions. Penny's latest film, Strawberry Mansion, depicts a world in which a dream auditor who works for an all-seeing surveillance state takes a surreal and cosmic journey through an eccentric woman's unconscious take three archive and begins to fall in love with her younger self. Strawberry Mansion, available for streaming on demand on all major streaming platforms. You can follow the movie. You could check out the trailer and get an idea of what Penny and I are talking about by going to strawberrymansionmovie.com, strawberrymansionmovie.com. And if you go to strawberrymansionmovie.com, this is clever because we've been talking about how the movie has a modern feel and yet kind of a retro feel at the same time in the way it was shot and the way it was lit. Albert Burney, your co-director on the project, he put out a series of trading cards featuring Bella and Preble and the frog waiter who plays saxophone and all the other major characters. Oh, right. Yes, I forgot about him. Yes. Yes. He, trading cards? Yes. Have you, ever been, have you ever been on a trading card before? Never in my life. Oh, my goodness. How exciting. <laughs> yes. So. That, no. Have you? Uh, no. No. No, no, no. Well, maybe next time. No, I, I, I used to collect trading cards when I was a kid, but um, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But, uh, but it, it again. This is another cool way of marketing the movie, and you can learn more about that at strawberrymansionmovie.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We should mention that um, Ken Tucker, oddly, who plays Preble, your co-star in the movie, he also directed the movie along with. Albert, I have a theory about actors who direct or directors who also act Penny. What is your theory? It seems to me that actor-directors are often the best directors because they know what it means to be an actor. And so, therefore, they can communicate with actors a lot more readily than some directors can. What do you think? Well, <laughs> that, that makes perfect sense. Um, it's a different part of the brain, so you've got to be able to... Uh, transfer from the overview to the in-the-moment view, you know, mm -hmm. an actor can't be thinking about what the scene's supposed to be about when he's doing it. He did, he thinks about it before he does it, but then he has to let go of that and just go. And the director has to know about what the actors are going with, but also have the overall concept of where the scene is going. Oh my God! Did that make any sense? I I think so. I think so. And it it may explain why, in this particular case, Ken Tucker co-directed the movie with Albert. You know, yes. so, um, because look, you have worked with a number of actor directors throughout your career. Patrick McGowan, 
pops up is is just one example. I mean, you did right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. as a director, you got to be aware of everything. You have to have the answer to everything, every question, every crew member possibly have, even if it's you know, go talk to that guy. Uh, where you know, exactly. and 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 still be able to make that uh, separation or. Um, when it comes to your performance, and some 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 are able to make that juggling act better than others, but it it sounds like in this particular case, Ken Tucker was more than willing to you know share the burden of directing so that he can focus on his acting scenes when he was on when when he was on camera right. and then direct other things. There's this wonderful phrase that is hard to understand what it means. I mean, I sometimes understand it. It's called in the moment. You know, that's one of the things we're supposed to want to be doing in the acting is to be in the moment, which is to not be thinking about how does my hair look or where where are the lights, are they right? I he was brilliant at being able to be the third eye and then be the first eye, I guess the first eye is. Uh, you know, to be in the scene and then go out and look at it from another point of view and then lose that point of view enough that he could be in it in the scene. He he was quite amazing. He was quite amazing. Well, Albert was too. I haven't seen Albert act though, but <laughs> so. Uh, but they, it's. I'd never done an indie film before, and it is a consummation devoutly to be wished because it's like a family or at least this one was like a family who has a Christmas party or some birthday party a surprise party for somebody and everybody works to make it happen and then let's go and let it happen and that's what that felt like. Yeah, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to talk to a number of indie filmmakers as a result of doing this program, and the big advantage of making an independent film is you can tell, you can make the movie you want to make without interference, so to speak, from the big studios, and, 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 and I mean, there, there, there are pros and cons to everything, and yes. there are advantages to being with the big studio, but to me, the biggest advantage of, of being an independent maker is you can make the movie, you can tell the story you want to tell the way you want to tell it, and that makes it as true and authentic a storytelling experience as possible. Absolutely. I mean, just think if some major studio had tried to do this picture, what you would lose, not not to put them down, but that's just not what they do. And you lose uh, an innocence and a creativity and an, a spontaneity that this film has that you don't usually get in a movie movie, you know? Or do you agree? I agree. There would be a lot more CGI, for example. It, it would be a lot louder, I think. Oh, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and I don't think louder would be better, you know. No, I I think I don't think so. I mean, it's it's look. The story itself is complicated enough as as it is, but but the way they execute, the way they made the movie, is very simple. It's very charming, and it and it draws you in. It's very easy to to be swept away, just as it 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 could be very easy to be swept away when we're having a dream. Yes, it's wonderful because it coaxes you gently. I mean, you start off driving in the car like everybody does, mm-hmm. you know, and then slowly but surely you go into another world, but it doesn't push you too fast, otherwise you would resist. You know, it gently pushes you there, and then you're there, and then you, except for you questioning the rats, <laughs> um, then you're there for the rest of the movie. So. 
Yes. I think I questioned the rats, but not consciously. Yes. I think they're... I was better about accepting the rats than you were. Well, we should explain that, uh, again, there's a lot there, There's a lot of... Try explaining that, will you? Well, there, uh, the, the best way to explain it is there's a Lewis Carroll-like quality to some of the storytelling and some of the characters we see in the dreams we experience through Ken Tucker's character in Strawberry Mansion. And two of those characters are shipmates on a ship that happen to be giant rats, although, as Penny pointed up off mic, they're cute-looking rats. So, uh, yes, they are. Yes. They might be. Uh, what's her name in, in Alice in Wonderland? It's the... Uh, wasn't it the Tittlemouse, or is that, no, no, that's Beatrix Potter, Mrs. Tittlemouse. Yes. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, no. I don't remember. Oh, no. it's, I'm thinking, not the Mad Hatter, but uh, the Dormouse or the... Yeah, uh, the Dormouse yeah. was sitting next to the Mad Hatter. Yes. That's right. Yes, yes. Pe- Penny... Doctor, come and get them now. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a wonderful time talking to Penny Fuller, Penny Fuller, Emmy Award winning and Tony Award nominated star of The Elephant Man, Applause, All the President's Men and many other stage film and TV productions. Penny's latest film, Strawberry Mansion, available for streaming on demand on all major platforms. Take a quick time out. We'll talk some more with Penny. We come back on TV Confidential. One more item, if you love Ella Fitzgerald, our friend Jeffrey Mark celebrates the music of the First Lady of Song every week on Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. You can hear Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.